edition of the Wild Your Single Podcast. I'm really glad that you joined us again this week. I hope the program has been a blessing to you. I hope you've been informed and inspired. Thank you for joining the podcast again. We have been talking about protecting relationships from the enemy. And last time I stopped at understanding that in order for us to prevail against the enemy when he attacks our relationships, there are three things we need to know. Number one, we need to know that we are at war. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5 says the weapons of our warfare, spiritual warfare, that is, we are in a spiritual battle. Number two, we need to know the enemy. The enemy is the devil. First Peter 5, 8 says, be sober, be vigilant for your adversary or your adversary or your enemy, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion looking for whom he may devour. And number three, we need to know the tools that God has given us to overcome the enemy. Because 2 Corinthians 10, 4, 5 also says that the weapons of our warfare, the weapons, we have weapons. They are not carnal, meaning fleshly or human weapons, but they are spiritual weapons. And I've alluded to those uh, weapons briefly, the word of God, the sword of the spirit. It gives you an edge over the enemy. Um, it helps you overcome, overwhelm, mow down the enemy. And there's worship and prayer and some other things as well. So those are things, three things we need to know. Know that we are at war, spiritual war. Know the enemy, the devil. Know the weapons God has given you. With regard to the weapons, how can we engage successfully in spiritual warfare? Well, I want to share with you four approaches to spiritual warfare. The first approach is what I like to describe as the preventive approach. Preventive. Avoidance. This is what you do so that something does not happen. Avoidance. This is what you do so that something does not happen. In Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27, it says, do not give the devil a chance. That's the preventive approach. So the question is, how can I prevent the devil from having a chance? How can I stop him from having a foothold? How can I close the door on his face? I'm going to be addressing that briefly. The second approach is preemptive approach. Preemptive. Advance. This is what you do before something happens. Preemptive. Have you ever heard of the phrase preemptive strike? This is when you strike first. You know you're getting an attack. You know you're going to get an attack. No question about it. The attack is inevitable. But before the attack comes, you hit them first. You sucker punch the enemy before he even thinks about reaching you. But you know he's coming. This is the preemptive approach. The first is preventive, avoidance, what you do so that something doesn't happen. The second is preemptive, advance. This is what you do before something happens. The third approach is the proactive approach. Proactive approach. Response. This is what you do after something happens. I believe that much of what has been taught or what we're familiar with about spiritual warfare is the proactive approach. Proactive approach. How you respond to an attack of the enemy. I believe that most of what we have heard, learned, or are aware of about spiritual warfare is the proactive approach which is what you do after something happens, your response. 
The fourth approach, which I mentioned is illegitimate. The first three are legitimate approaches, preventive, preemptive, and proactive. The fourth approach is illegitimate, is the passive reactive approach. This is when you do nothing or do the wrong thing after something happens. Passive reactive approach. When you do nothing or do the wrong thing after something happens. Unfortunately, I believe this is the approach that mankind uses the most. This is the approach that we use the most. We do nothing because we do not know that we are in a spiritual battle. We do not know who the enemy is. And we do not know the weapons that God has given us. And because we do not know the weapons God has given us, we do not use the right tools and we use the wrong tools. So we either do nothing or do the wrong thing, attack the wrong person with the wrong tools, our mouths, arguments, jealousy, manipulation, anger, vengeance, Things like that. And we just exacerbate the problem. We just make things worse. And the devil is laughing at us. Pulling our strings like puppets. Because we don't understand that he is the root of the problem. And when we keep attacking the fruit of the problem. And the fruit comes back bigger, stronger. And we are in a mess. But it's good to know that we should not be passive. Not doing anything. Or be reactive attacking people thinking they're the problem not knowing that is a spiritual force behind them that is the problem and when we attack them we are only manifesting the fact that we're allowing spiritual forces to influence us to attack them as well and we just create more chaos and drama so those are the four approaches to spiritual warfare we can just go ahead now that you're aware of what they are we can just forget about the passive reactive because we now know not what to do because we are informed when we don't know that we are at war, when we, when we don't know who the real enemy is, and when we don't know our tools, we'll end up like Hosea 4.6. My people perish because of lack of knowledge. You don't know. The context of Hosea 4.6 was rejected knowledge. Nonetheless, when you don't know something, you can't take advantage of it. Rather, not knowing what you need to know allows the enemy to take advantage of you. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, it says that we are not ignorant of his devices. Lest the devil take advantage of us, we are not ignorant of his devices. It lets us know when we are ignorant of his devices, which are divisive, he can take advantage of us. But no more of that because we're going to learn how to protect our relationships from the enemy. So let's start with the preventive approach. If we all understood the power behind the preventive approach, if a lot of us engaged in the preventive approach, avoidance, where we do things so that certain things don't happen, we will save ourselves, our relationships from a lot of heartache, a lot of pain, a lot of unnecessary chaos. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't engage in the preventive approach. In fact, I believe that a lot of people don't even consider the preventive approach spiritual warfare. It's not sexy. It's not appealing. It doesn't make you look spiritual. It's so practical. That's the funny thing about a preventive approach. It's very practical. It's very down to earth. 
It's not something that makes people who love or who get off from spirituality excited. But I want to encourage you and I want to encourage myself to get involved in the preventive approach. It has helped me a whole lot and it will help you as well. The preventive approach, what you do so that something doesn't happen. Let me paint a picture for you to explain the preventive approach. Imagine you're living in a house, but the house is infested with rats. The house is infested with rats. It's a humongous problem. You are terrified by what's going on. So you hire a fumigator to come in and get rid of the rats. The fumigator comes. It costs you a lot of money, but the fumigator comes. He comes in and he gets rid of all the rats in the house. The rats are gone. Your house is clean. Now, think of it this way. Imagine your house as your life, your relationship, your business. Imagine the rats as demons, spiritual forces. And imagine that the fumigator is what a lot of us in the church world, perhaps more so in the charismatic church world, describe as deliverance ministers. They are the ones that come and cast demons out. Some call them exorcists. They come and cast demons out. Yeah, there are people like that. And yes, they are needed. While to the uninformed, yes, they are needed. Casting out demons is not something that is privy to just those deliverance ministers. Any one of us can cast out demons if we are informed. I am not telling you to go out there and get your butt kicked in the name of trying to cast out demons. I'm just letting you know that according to Luke 10, 19, God has given us power to tread upon scorpions and serpents and over all the powers of the enemy. This lines up with the point that you need to know the tools that God has given you and I, the authority in the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. Bottom line is this, through the power of God, through his grace, you can cast out demons, but... That's a privilege through our relationship with Jesus Christ, through the authority in his name. The enemy has no place, has no right to, to come against you. You can come against him in the name of Jesus. But if you're not aware of that, you're not going to do that. And if you're not aware of that, you're always going to be depending on somebody else to do it. And here in comes the deliverance ministers. I do not dispute their validity. I do not dispute that they are needed. I just know that every believer who knows the word of God, who understands that through your relationship with Jesus Christ, you have the authority in the name of Jesus to come against spiritual forces. All the same, there is the deliverance minister, the fumigator who comes to cast the demons out, which is often the case sometimes as a pastor or a minister who feels like they're called to specifically deal with this aspect of ministry. It is a ministry, and just like we have different gifts and different facets of ministry. Some people are focused on more areas than others, okay? But nevertheless, my point is this guy or this lady has been asked to come in to get rid of the demons, and that happens. That is the proactive approach. The rats are already in the house. The demons are already in the house. The forces of darkness are already wreaking havoc in the relationship, in the business, in the situation, and 
the person being affected has no clue whatsoever what to do. In that context, you know, the proactive approach comes into play. You ask the deliverance minister to come in, the pastor, the minister to come and cast the demons out, and the house is clean. But here comes the preventive approach. The preventive approach asks the question, why did the rats get in the house in the first place? That is the essence of the preventive approach. Why did the rats get in the house in the first place? And the answer to the question is the owner of the house had been littering the house with food, with dirt. The house was unclean. The house was full of stench. Had the owner of the house kept the house clean, the demons would not have come into the house. The rats would not have come into the house. Lo and behold, the essence of the preventive approach. Because guess what happens when you don't have the preventive approach? Guess what happens when you don't engage in the avoidance method and what you do so that something doesn't happen? In this case, rats don't come into the house. The fumigator comes, cleans the house out, and leaves. Yet the owner keeps putting food all everywhere, keeps littering the house with dirt. Guess what's going to happen? The rats will come back. And sadly, that is what has been happening in the world at large, especially in the lives of those who have engaged the spiritual, engaged the proactive, engaged people to come and pray for them and cast down demons and stuff like that. Great. But their lives are not clean. Therefore, the spiritual forces come back even worse than before. Now they have to go through the inconvenience of waiting again for the deliverance minister who may be sought by other people dealing with the same issue. So you have to wait for this person's time to be available and in some cases, you have to pay for their services. And in some cases, they don't even know what they're doing. And sadly, in some cases, people exploit this and take advantage of you. And instead of getting rid of the rats, they just add more rats into your life. So the avoidance, the preventive approach is, what can I do to prevent the rats from coming? And simply put, keep the house clean. Do not underestimate the power of living a life of excellence, a life of integrity, a life that honors God. You prevent rats from coming. What happened when you told your friends, relatives, or individuals that you run with, individuals that you ran with, that you hung out with, and you said, and you told them, you know what, I'm not going to be doing this anymore. I'm not going to be clubbing anymore. I'm not going to be hanging out anymore. I'm not going to be doing X, Y, and Z anymore. They left. You may have been devastated. You may have been pained. But you just got rid of rats without even knowing it. Let's talk more about the preventative approach. Let's paint another picture here. First Peter 5 verse 8 says, Be sober. Be vigilant. For your adversary, the devil, is walking about looking for whom he may devour. What exactly does that mean? Find out next week in the While You're Single podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tokes has written a 
teaching book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes Christian Inspirational Hip-Hop Album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.